no i remember i think i was like a little scared of john cook no. see this is what scared me because then he said what um he's like okay don't be another midwestern girl that goes Goes out Whoa. to California and then gaslight. comes back with her tail between her legs. You just got gaslit. Dang, he God. said that. Yeah, and oh I said, and he said, and if you do, year old girls. And if you do, oh, I'm so happy for you. Good I luck. Yeah. Goes, and if you do, don't call me. What? Yeah. What? what? I swear to God. <laughs> I, we didn't have a great culture, so we didn't win. Um, we lost, or we won an important game, and I was like, okay, hey, we have we have the ability to do something special. Um, and so I like talked in front of the team or whatever. And I was always I always went in thirty minutes early every day for probably the past two years. That also means that you have to put up a net because mm-hmm. the nets weren't up. So I'd put up a net and set, and I just figured that people would come in after the speech like a little early and like try and work on something. And when nobody showed up and everybody rolled in like right when it was time to like start and the nets weren't up. I was like, okay, we're we have no capability of winning this year. You can, you can handle the heat. Yeah. You can, you can handle the heat. Booyak shot, welcome back to the episode of KLH, Boji Swizz. Uh, we are currently in Dirty D, Davenport, Iowa. And I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, allvolleyball.com. Out here, there's a lot of grass volleyball going on. And guess what? Doesn't matter what type of volleyball you play, allvolleyball.com has what you need. Um, for example, we're playing a turf tournament this weekend. Guess what? We need shoes. We need edit stuff. We need jerseys. Guess what? All volleyball came to our aid. Guess what, what? We need. Boom. We're all set. We're all ready to go. Ready to rumble. With that being said, it's your boy G Swizz to my right. Jokesy, my brother. My like, he's like the brother I never had. <laughs> Here he is, right, right to the right. <laughs> How we doing, Jokesy? I'm good. I I will have to say, if people saw it when you first started doing intros, then out. The progress that you've made is very impressive. You mean that? It's very impressive. Thanks, dude. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you, that. Thank you for that, Joe. <laughs> Quick um, smooch. Believe it or not, we do have Hawaii's chosen child in the house. We made it all the way on a red eye last night from L.A. to Chicago. Joe drove two and a half hours there after our camp, and now two and a half hours back. The Mike Ma. Mike, how we doing, brother? What's up? <laughs> Good to still have you, Still waking up. Still waking up. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, and it's not just the three dolls today. We have the best. One of the best to ever do it. Another brew winner. Not just Mike on here. We have the <laughs> Mac. Mac, thanks for having on the pod. Hey guys, good to be here. Yeah, of course. Not the first time we've had you on the pod, though. Yeah, we were I was talking about that. We've had you on this before, I think. Yeah, but when she I was, was in college. But you were, as wow, you say, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. We were talking about that. Actually. Right. She said I she, still remember it exactly vividly. Were you? You said you were. Are you nervous right now? I'm a little bit calmer now. <laughs> okay, good. In person, that's good because you, you were. You said you were media trained. I remember we were asking you questions, and you know, <laughs> you were you had a straight back. And you're like, well, you know, I really. <laughs> you, guys, you were like sillier than I expected. Really? And I didn't want to say anything too crazy. That's true. What were we asking? What were we asking? Like serious. just ridiculous. I mean, I'm not putting it past us. I'm just curious. I can't even remember. But there were some juicy questions, and I didn't want to. I didn't want right. to say something bad. That's true. That's true. I guess it's different. It's different when you're in. Uh, it's different when you're in um, uh, college. college. In college, you feel like, obviously, when you're trying to fight for a contract, right? But once you're out of college, do you feel like you have to be, like, you can be a little more by yourself, either on social media or anything like that, or do you think it's more like 
you have to represent yourself better just out of curiosity I don't know I feel like things are a lot more chill now right I also have like a lot more time yeah because I'm not doing school um I don't know I think there's a part of it like maybe you do have to represent yourself a little bit better mm. because you're now like your own brand like right it's not like you're jumping around teams and everything you're going to the national team you're coming back you're doing out of system you're coming back right um but there's like a part of it that it's really chill now gotcha. and i love that so, so say hypothetically, hypothetically. You're somebody hypothetically speaking you're someone who wants to go take videos of doing stuff with your butt all the time mm. was that good Joe, or bad that was for your such personal a, brand? you put that in the worst way possible <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you like to do stuff with your butt and film it. Uh, how would that go about? <laughs> is that good or bad for the I don't have an OnlyFans for those wondering out there. That's not where we're taking it. I do butt digs. That, that's if, you looked, if you didn't look at our videos and just look at the comment section, you would. I don't know sometimes if you'd be able to tell what happened in the video. <laughs> you should see my DMs from all these guys. It's unbelievable. <laughs> anyway. All right. But if that's your brand, that's your There's, brand, Gage. My, you say my brand is my butt? <laughs> It's part of it. It's got to be part of it. It's it's becoming it. Yeah, yeah. I can live with that. Uh, anyway, let's get back. Let's get back to Mac here. Anyway, we forced her to do a butt dig. That was fun though. Um, but you're now you were in UCLA, right? You were five years, and I then well, also the problem with USA volleyball, just people with fans in volleyball. It's once you go pro, you know, a lot of time you never hear from, or they don't really pay attention anymore. Obviously, because yeah. you're across the sea or across the ocean, you're super, short, super far away. Give a quick update on where you were after college and uh, the team and everything in your season. Um, yeah. So right after I finished my last season with UCLA, I went straight to Italy in January and went to Bergamo. It's in northern Italy by Milan. And um, I did my first half of a season there. Got to play a little bit, like got to understand what was going on because I, you just go in so blind. Like you don't, we don't know anything about pro volleyball, like as college students, like I just, I didn't know anything. Neither did any of my friends or, you know, um, and then I went there. I loved it. Resigned with that team for this last season and had my first full season there. Loved it again. Had a great time. And now this next season I'm going to Poland. Nice. Mike, any advice for Poland? Oh, that's a good question. No, not too much. I mean, the people are, they're quieter than yeah. Italy, but they're very helpful and like very nice once you can break through that like shell of like not being friends, if that makes sense. Okay. Like they're not like walking down the street like, hello, hello, good morning. That's they're just like, like Gage. Gage, yeah. <laughs> Similar to Gage. You just need to know one word <laughs> and one word only. What is the word? No, you don't need to know What's that. the word? You can't just say that and not. She well, what needs is to the know. word, Joe? Mac needs to know. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, what's the word? Kurva, always. What does kurva translate to? Yeah. What I mean, they use it. They use it for everything. But is it like it's sob? Not, it's not a great word. It's not a great word. It's like sob, though, right? But every like. But it's used every, more than any word I've ever seen in the world. Really? Oh yeah. It could be used like, in a, f- ten word sentence. It could be seven of the words. Let me hear it. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a shot, worth a shot. No, so, but so, everybody uses it. It's not like just like grandmothers. Every, everybody from Poland. Like when you, I don't know. I wasn't hanging out with too many grandmothers. No, I've seen. <laughs> really? Like we had a, no. What are you doing overseas then? <laughs> Mostly hanging out with middle-aged men. <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. Not, not with <laughs> they use the, those, those people use it a lot. I can tell you that. 
did you did you like overseas better than uh than than college um that's a good question i wouldn't say better it's a whole different experience but i really really loved and enjoyed my time at ucla right and now i don't miss it at all like i i think i really like capitalized on the opportunity i had there cool had fun and then when i left i was like I think yeah. I exhausted all my resources. I think that when people think about college, congratulations. Yeah, That's first really of all, awesome. congrats. Oh, you had a phenomenal year, by the way. Well, phenomenal five well, years. I was telling her congratulations on the fact that like, sh- that's living life right there. That was right. Well, that's yeah, pretty that's cool. Well, let's just keep congratulating. Let's think of things we can congratulate back on <laughs> yeah, right keep, now. Keep going. Congratulations. <laughs> Congrats on getting hired by system. That's you're at the top now. So that made it. Was my main goal all along. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Shocker. <laughs> um, no, but I, I was going to say that, uh, with, with pro, is it, do you like, like the freedom more of it? Do you think like, for example, like what was the biggest shock as you had when you went over there for us? It was like, I was like, I always talk about like our coaches coming like, all right, where are we partying guys? You're like, just turning your assistant coach. You're like, yeah. what is going on? You know, like, is, is it like for UCLA, obviously Seeley's not going to get out there with you guys or anything like that. Seeley was know? not out there with us. No, absolutely. That not. was strictly not allowed. Right. But. That's just like college. That's like the culture of college mm-hmm. is like it has to be like strict like that because of the way it is. And then I remember my first like after my first practice in Italy, we went to the bar and my coach was like, here's a beer for you and me and him and her. And I was like, OK, <laughs> like this is fun. This yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. But and then that was just that's just how it is. Like there's a bar connected to our gym. Mm-hmm. You go to the bar before practice. Not to drink. Sorry. Of course not. <laughs> Sounds terrible. To like have a cappuccino, espresso, and then afterwards you go it. and hang out, eat dinner. Sick. Wait, so the, wait, you had a bar attached to your, you said your gym? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And the guy working there the whole time, or was it serve yourself kind of thing? Um, serve. No, there was two people, main, main people. Uh, Bobby was the girl who owned the bar. Okay. And then there was Ludo who was dating Kalia. Okay. And worked at the bar. Okay, so and then so did you get meals from those from those people? Was Not it in for the contract? Free. I had a tab. What? Every time I paid my tab, it was over five hundred dollars. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Wait, wait. Over okay, how I long paid my was tab. How long was the? Paid my tab like three times. You paid your tab three times. So I was really helping them with business. Wow. But oh my god. How was the food in Italy? Amazing. Oh, I bet. So good. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh my god. What's your favorite thing? everything um i loved like all the different pastas like my teammate made really good amatriciana Uh because she's from rome and it's like a roman pasta she's like famous for it if you ask like the conigliano girls they'd be like oh julia's pasta like she would make it all the time for all of her teams sick amazing that's sick tiramisu oh amazing actually i don't like that's like coffee that's like coffee cake i didn't know it was coffee until i Bit into it, I was like, Bleh. "There's coffee involved in it." Yeah, yeah, there is. I have no idea. They're usually liquor in in Europe a lot too, in tiramisu, most of the time. I, but the I, worst I, is when you <gasps> inhale the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, <coughs> "No." The so the cinnamon challenge again. Well, I never did it. I never, mom, I never did it. But uh, but I I figured out what, I figured out what I was what my 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 path was uh <laughs> my brain. But um, that was a weird way to put it. No, but for me, for me, the the problem with college a lot of the time is that I don't know when people like look back on it, like oh college was amazing. and college oh it was amazing. But you said you spent there five years and you remember 
the negative things about it, how you were just ready to get out of there. People don't, I don't know, people are always like, I'll call it like Hawaii this, Hawaii. I'm like, it's sick and everything. But by the time I was like, I'm done with school. I'm done with this. Like, I'm, I don't want to yeah. do this or anything like that. Are you, are you kind of that way where it's like, and then, they, for example, then they find themselves, they go overseas and they find themselves reminiscing on the past too much. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, by the end of it, I was, I was ready to be done and over with it. Were you like that? No, not at all. You just said you were. You just said you were ready to leave. What were you no, I didn't. I about? said I had an amazing time there, mm-hmm. and I loved every second of it. Okay. And then when I left, I was like, "Ciao." If you got to do a six year, would you have done it? No. Really? I think I had perfect experience. Ended on a high note. Done. What did you guys finish later last year? Not that high. <laughs> I don't know. I think we lost to Wisconsin in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, w- w- the Sweet 16 is the farthest you guys got in the tournament? Yeah. What was it? Why did you, you go to UCLA? You're all the way from Ireland, out of curiosity. Um, I was, like, looking at some schools around here, like Wisconsin, Nebraska, like Notre Dame, Minnesota, like, trying to figure out. I thought I w- wanted to stay close to home because I did love Iowa back then. That's one does. And... Then I was like, oh, maybe I could, like, want to play beach volleyball. I don't know. I've never really done it. And then my mom's like, okay, let's go take a trip out to California. So we went UCLA, USC, Pepperdine, Stanford, Cal Berkeley. And so we went all the way up, and I was like. Good schools. Great schools. Can't go wrong. (laughs) No, it was, like, a super fun trip. I'd never been to California before. And, um that's a lie. I had been to California. Or maybe that was after. Liar. <laughs> I can't remember, but I just... It was one of my first times being there, and I remember I went to UCLA. It was the first one. And I was, like, looking around, like, wow. This place is beautiful. What, what was that caught your Did eye? you meet Micah on that trip? Are we talking about Micah? No. no. And uh, I she just remember... <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember I, like, was, like, this place is crazy. Like, love it. And my mom's, like, it's the first one. Like, calm down. Don't like get too excited, and you got excited. So I was like, <laughs> put it to the back of my mind, like, okay. Then I went to U- USC the same day. And I was like, oh my god, I hate it here. Why? <laughs> You're like, bring this place to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just didn't get the same vibe. And then we went to Pepperdine. I liked Pepperdine. I liked Stanford. I didn't really like Cal Berkeley because it was like, why not? It was raining that day, and that actually affects a lot. That's true. Um, wow. I don't know. And then I got home and I was like, I think I want to go to UCLA. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's not bad. That's, I mean, yeah. uh, would you say that a lot of Midwesterners, because the, the the volleyball community we met here a lot of times were born and raised here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to be a, exactly. wanna be Cornhusker. Exactly. They want to be a Cornhusker. I wanted to be a Cornhusker so bad. So bad. Obviously not. And then... <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> and then I was like there... <laughs> Yeah, what was it? What was the ick? What was the ick of of Nebraska for you? No, it's just like, I remember. It's okay. You can tell us. No one's watching. No, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Don't be scared. (laughs) I'm scared. No, I remember. I think I was like a little scared of John Cook. Really? What about him? He's he's very, I mean, Coach God. Coach God. We call him, we we took a tour there one time. And the way they were talking about this guy (laughs) is he... He's up there. His office is up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is. Like, he's just 
comes down for practice and then he goes back up. I was like, <laughs> so we call him Coach God. I was like, yeah, Coach wanted Coach wanted uh, an arena, so we built an arena. Coach wanted this, so we built. On the like staircase, this. this way. He wants, so we built the yeah. staircase. And we just kind of like we're all me, Mike, and Joe were just like looking at each other, like, what is going on around here? But, <laughs> and then and then, but then we joke around. But we we, we love him and everything. Sorry, continue though, Coach God. No, yeah, I just remember like. I think like I could have gone there if I wanted to, but I just decided not to. And uh, what was it? What a, our coach it was, decision changed. It was Coach God scared you? <laughs> just a little bit. Well, when I called him and I was like, "Hey, Coach God, I don't think I." <laughs> there you go. You learned. <laughs> no, I was like, <laughs> like you know, professional. Like, hey, I really appreciate you, and this was like a great like experience to get to know you. But um, want to thank you for everything. But mm-hmm. not gonna come to Nebraska. And he was like, why isn't Nebraska for you? Right. And I thought he said, why is Nebraska for you? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> Coach, I'm not <laughs> coming. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, he heard me wrong. And then it like, you know, it, like you register what they're saying. And so then I was like, you know, and they have a beach team, like. Because that was going to be my excuse. Like, I want to compete for a national championship in beach and indoor. And he was like, I was like, I want to go to, like, a competitive beach team also. Mm, right. <laughs> I just felt so bad saying that. He's like, we have a beach team. And I'm like, bro, I know that. And I do know that. But I was like, but the UCLA <laughs> beach team one. is going to be different <laughs> from the Nebraska <laughs> beach team. Nah, nah, nah. And <laughs> it was just really interesting. And then I think he said... <laughs> See, this is what scared me because then he said, "What?" Um, he's like, "Okay, don't be another Midwestern girl that go goes out Whoa. to California and then gaslight. comes back with her tail between her legs." You just got gaslit. Dang, he God. said that. Yeah, and oh I said, and he said, and if you do, eighteen-year-old girls. And if you do, I'm so happy for you. Good luck. Yeah. Goes, and if you do, don't call me. What? Yeah. What? what? I swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. What is there anything at the campus that you're like? I just don't like this. That like, like. No, like he's intense. Like it was intense, and it's college, and so you're like That's everything's insane. like wow. That's but I remember that call, and I was like, Yeah. You can only choose one college, you know. Like, yeah. you're gonna get some girls. You're not gonna get some girls. And I'm yeah, eight. I'm seventeen. Yeah. Like, Do it with some grace. To, you're you're like a seventeen year old girl. That's unbelievable. You're supposed to be a like. Crazy. 50, 60 year old, like right. mature male. Right. And for example, when I called Stanford, <laughs> you should right. handle that Denise, what's her last name? <laughs> the thing is, they hand Joe, me. who's a Stanford coach? Denise. Oh, the what's assist- her last name? The lovely lady. Old, uh, the longtime assistant. Oh, Denise Jones. No. Okay. No. We'll look what it up after. Out? Smith? Nope. Okay. And she was really cool. And she was like, let me know if you ever need anything. Like, we appreciate you. The thing is, these coaches Easy. get these calls every. Like tens, they've dealt with hundreds of these calls in the life. Mac May, we're talking about. No, I know, but, but in general, as a kid in high school, so that, calls every not, year. that didn't mean anything. Like, what do you mean? You're saying you're, you're you didn't have a bunch of you didn't have much clout, you didn't have a bunch, you weren't like a big recruit. That's not true. Don't lie to no. me. Don't lie to my face. <laughs> but it wasn't like I did so much back then. I don't know. True. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just very interesting to hear that. And then you're like, like as a 17 year old. Then they give you that's just that's just an ick. You know what I'm saying? Totally. That's just red flag. And then I had an amazing time at UCLA. That's true. That's true. So yeah, that's my crazy story. That worked story. out like that. That worked About out. About Coach like God. That. Coach God. Wow. Bring it down the hammer. Do something. Oh my God. I thought it was a. She just us. said, "I don't like the color red." Some <laughs> random excuse. <laughs> I just don't like red. We got a team. We got a. <laughs> we can change our colors. <laughs> Coach God could do that. 
But I did like Coach him God in other could aspects. Coach change the school colors. You did like, you did like what? Blue and blue. <laughs> like him in other aspects. Like it wasn't just that, you know? Right. Cool. No, yeah, 100%. Brand. No, I mean, obviously, oh, big blue. I didn't know that until I said no. So yeah, yeah. you got that. A lot. And then you know. Then you know. I want. I want to. I was talking to our editor Joe Malik, who's to my left right now. Shout out Joe Malik. Um, obviously, Midwesterners. Everything's really, really close. Um, everyone's state hopping all the time. Everything's pretty close to each other. And I want you to rank all the Midwestern states from worst. All? the best there's like seven there's like six okay give her give her the states you want to what, what are the yeah. states what are the states so you got you tell you're gonna help have to help me with this one i don't like specifically know give her Wisconsin. five states to rank. i just think of all the middle of the u.s as the midwest okay no, no. yeah can you give me the list fake i'm getting oh, wow we have yeah, a know, researcher now. yeah we have a researcher wow this is the first okay you gotta rank those no, don't write no quarter the code don't last. exist. That's, <laughs> it's a, it's doesn't exist. It's it's a flat it's what's it called? It's a theory. Doesn't exist. Not the Dakotas. Let me hear it. If you had to rank all those. I can't even remember what she said. Um, I feel like What's at the top? Is yeah. this my no, personal the opinion? What's at the bottom? What's at the bottom? What at the bottom first? Bottom like Worst Missouri. State. Okay, why is it worst? What? I don't know. I don't think I've ever Pick been much. there. I think okay. that's why. Okay. Um, I liked Indiana. I liked. That's such a weird and hard question for me to answer. You're a Midwestern. You gotta know these things. If but I, like, in my it, personal opinion, because like I might put Iowa higher because my family's all here. Well, true. But if you guys came here, you might be like, we well, gotta, you gotta get. That's the last one on the list. Well, yeah, this is your list. Though. Everyone it's has told me list. that Iowa's at the bottom of the list. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. I didn't rank it. I didn't rank it. Joe Malik did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I would say maybe I like Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin. Because the boat ride. <laughs> My brother lives there. One reason. And I like Madison. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I like Wisconsin a lot. Cool place. I don't know. Madison, Illinois is cool. Chicago is cool. Okay. Um, Iowa, Minnesota's nice, Michigan's nice, and then maybe the Indiana, and then maybe Missouri. Did I miss any? You and got then them the Dakotas. All. So Missouri's the worst. Oh, and Nebraska would maybe go. Did you say the Dakotas? Third to last. It's not. It's not. Dakotas is last. I went you, highest to the lowest. Dakotas is considered Midwest. That she was just on the said list. That, Joe. Have you been listening this you whole? Listening what are you been doing this whole listening. time? Not listening. To You're not listening. Dakotas is in the Midwest. It, they're right over there. Right there. They're right there. Right there. <laughs> Interesting. I would have never. You would never thought. Do you guys want to rank the like West Coast states? Oh, I can yeah. rank the West Coast school. So you got UCLA at the bottom, <laughs> and then Hawaii at the top. There you go. Harvard, the Pacific. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, US. I mean, Hawaii's not West Coast, but it's in the West. It's hemisphere. It's a Western school, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Nah, that's the that most West. Uh, not the most Western. Yeah. Hey, no, BYU, Hawaii. Who's your least favorite team to play in college? More West. And um, campus is on. I'm thinking. Let her answer the question. I can't remember. Maybe right above you guys. Most likely. Maybe like Oregon State. Why Oregon State? The Beavers. <laughs> They're my favorite mascot, by the way. <laughs> For reasons. You you feel like, it feels like you would belong 
Oregon, Oregon State. I think some you would scrimmy? thrive there. Oregon Why? State Why Oregon seems State? Like, uh, it just seems like a place that you would belong. Thriving. You now, would look I good in orange and black. I don't know if I should take black. that in a positive connotation. I don't know if it is either. I don't Why know if it's I good or bad. I thrive at Oregon? I think you would just make State. Not the Oregon. best of it. Oregon State. Oregon State. Yes. I'd make the best of it? Corvallis, so you're saying baby. you would throw me in a, a crap situation and I could just make the best the of it? The crap situation? Oregon State's a good school. Maybe I make the best of it. That means it's usually not a great place to go. Well, like, well, you're in like a small For city. you, it might small be the town. best place. Because of? For other people, it might not. Because it's a different fit. I think you could entertain the world there. You mean that? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, all right, so what's real bad about Oregon State? What's the? I egg? just didn't like or- the orange and black. Oh, you don't like the colors? That's it? That's the reason why you don't like playing them? And, you're like, I can't and the travels. Right and the travels. <laughs> The I think sucks. you would d- look good in orange and black. <laughs> That's part of it. That's part you of mean why that, you're... Micah. I do. I do. I, well, I wore a pack ramp, so it exactly. works. Exactly. It does work. Okay, but so, I mean, is there ever a team that you're like, I hate, I, you don't say hate's a strong word. Hate's a strong word. Joe reminds me of that every time. Hate. Is there a strongly disliked team that you played against, or do you mean one match that you're like, smack talk happened? Oh, I have my answer. I want to hear it. Wisconsin. Ooh. Because they would always really beat us really bad. <laughs> I think they did it to a lot of people. Did they? Did they talk? Do they not too? Um, not so much. But I just remember my last game there, there, for the tournament or something, mm-hmm. and you know, just a lot on the line. For you, pride. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was elimination. Also, game. it's like really close to my hometown, so I'm yeah. like, you know, like I want to yeah, win. For my my fa- whole family's there. Right. But it's okay. And then um, there's like, you know, there's like you have to be realistic, but you also have to be optimistic mm-hmm. when you go into like big matches like that, where you're obviously the underdog, like obviously. So it was like, realistically, we'll probably lose in three. Optimistically, <laughs> we could totally take him in five. Optimistically, lose in four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah so i don't know it was just like that battle of you're like i'm gonna try my hardest for sure and um and they were just pulling shit or stuff sorry you can swear you can say whatever you want you know what stay in that camera say whatever you want (laughs) they were just pulling stuff from everywhere like they challenge like really uh sheffield challenges something a touch or whatever and the touch Challenge system so bad in college. Oh, it's, it's horrendous. Yeah. So oh my god, bad. it's so bad. And then pass the, the next shot frame. Like yeah. And it's it. so blurry. <laughs> Thank you, touch it. Oh my god. But so they challenge it. They do the entire process, and they're like, no touch. Our point. Okay, beautiful. And then they're like, challenge the challenge. Ooh. Challenge again. We have new footage from the TV. <laughs> new footage. No, seriously, we have new footage, footage from the TV right. provider, and they're like. Is that even allowed? Like, this challenge went on for five minutes. Like That's just gamesmanship. That's that's experience. And I was angry. They got to you. They won. They like won the game already. They got in my head. So, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it for the Raptors. Look at this one. <laughs> just a clearly a photoshopped, quick photoshopped challenge. Anybody can enter in stuff into the challenge. Looks good for me. <laughs> so, basically, what you're telling me Google is after the Wisconsin like game. Yeah. <laughs> After the Wisconsin game, you were a Midwest kid coming back with your tail between your legs. So is that what I'm hearing? No. Hashtag Coach God. Head raised high, held high. I I have one. I'll just sing. It reminded me of a story. In Romania, what you just said. In Romania, did you hear about the scandal when the the one home team just saved footage 
of like in balls and, <laughs> and block touches. <laughs> no, they, they got in, they got in so much Big trouble. Matches, yeah. And no they would, way. They would just upload. <laughs> and then they finally realized because the shoes. They're like, nobody's wearing those shoes. No. Yeah. Wait, that's Romanian crazy. They just, <laughs> it's not a shocker. It's, yeah, it's not. But you're it's not cheating. You're unbelievable. not unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I watched one Romanian highlight this year because it was in. So crazy. We were watching film for Champions League, mm. and like the qualifier of Champions League, they had to play a Romanian team. Anyways, the guy was standing at the end line, <laughs> jump serve toss. Ten feet behind him, dead <laughs> sprints backwards and tries to get it over. <laughs> Me and Nimi were like done for the whole film, film session. We were Romania volleyball. We were rolling, bro. I was like, that was the worst volleyball play I've ever. It was still to this day guaranteed worst volleyball player I've ever seen. <laughs> if any age, any age, anything. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Dude, the one Ben. That we were, uh, I was shocked. The one we, Ben we serve. Done. He tossed it and then against. Oh, the it's so much worse. It's you gotta explain what happened though. Explain what happened in the Ben one. They were playing St. Petersburg's in it, and he tossed the ball, and he realized he was too far. <laughs> like front. jumped, and then he just like threw his platform. He bumped. The o- they bumped it over. The little jump bump, but it looked. You really can do funny. that. It looked really. Funny. I don't know. Can you do that? Are, I think I they blew the whistle, but I can't remember. No, they didn't. They, oh, played, they, it play. they played. Oh, they it played. Out. Yeah, yeah. Is that okay. legal? It's illegal. They didn't call it. It's two hands on the ball. Can you like come off the ball? I, I don't test. know. That would be sweet, though, if you I'd, could perfect that. I would I would put it to the test this year, but I'm a libero. I can't serve. Dude, I don't tough. think it'd be a very effective serve consistently. No, but it'd be cool. Oh, if somebody but really it, like, got a little change up. Like, what if they're it? not yeah. expecting it? really got down a gnarly tomahawk. Or you could go backwards, maybe. <laughs> Ten Get feet. some topspin on it. Can you bicycle kick or serve? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like this, like this. You go, you go more here. Aerodynamic. That's true. Yeah, that moves faster through the air. Exactly. Get a little float on it. We can work on it today with the campers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt digs and tomahawks. But also when you spike, (sighs) this isn't aerodynamic. True, but you can snap. But you do have to like hide You have to snap though. Huh? Could you like this a snap, right? I know, but aerodynamic, you're slowing down your hand. Because there's a lot of surface area. So you say I'm too strong. I'm saying that maybe when you're spiking... Only at the last minute. You, <laughs> do that. Do that. you kinda already do that. So maybe you have something figured out that Gabe's we don't on the shoulder. You really have figured it out, maybe. Maybe But I now am. you're injured, so maybe Your you arm haven't. moves faster because it's aerodynamic. That's true. <laughs> and then you turn. No, I go here. No, that no, that's not aerodynamic. <laughs> that's, not, that's not. I you gotta make sense. Anything like this, you're pushing against air. Not if you're straight. <laughs> that's true. This would be pretty good. <laughs> I think this is the same as this. True. Cutty. Oh, I did do that. Hey, I have a, I have a question. I have a question about girls. Let's get. Let me figure the, them out. <laughs> I I don't talk to a lot of girls, what do you mean? and uh, they don't talk to. Me. <laughs> no. Um, all right. This is actually. I guess this is more of a serious question. Actually, I. Obviously, there's a lot more programs on the girls' side and whatnot, and uh, mm. but the women's side, the women's side. Ah, I was do that. Sorry, um, and girls' side, both. Yeah, girls and women's, but and you're speaking about women. So obviously, there's a higher chance for this to happen, but in terms of like maniac coaches, bad experiences with coaches. Again, I know there are 
20 times more programs in girls than, than or women's than men's. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. My bad. Um, is it the coaches all the time? Or is it also how the women handle the coaches? Because for a lot of the time, what happens is you just hear these crazy, my coach did this, my coach did this. And I'm not like, are they just like egomaniacs running every program or night? Because you hear horror stories everywhere. And I get it. You're not going to please 22, 23. Wait, how many people, how many girls, how many women are on the roster? Like 20 <laughs> something. Struggling. All right. There's 14 or 15 on the roster, right? Because they yeah. travel everyone. So yeah. why is that with, with women's volleyball? I mean, this is, this is a very, obviously a broad question, but like, is there like, like what's the dynamic on the team? Like, why is that the case a lot of the time? Um, I think maybe like a little bit of both, but from my playing experience, mm-hmm. I've probably had like, like a handful of coaches in my day. Right. And the, my coach in Italy was different from any kind of coach I had in America. Also, he did not speak English at all. So that's another thing. It's the best though sometimes. It was. Usually. Once I started to figure out what he was saying, I was like, I'm so happy I don't understand this. But they're just like a little bit more old-fashioned, yelling a lot, like, I don't know. You mm-hmm. know, you guys understand. Like, yeah. they kind of just throw like temper tantrums during the games and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, that, like, kind of freaked me out. Like, I was getting really, like, like nervous to be on the court and make a mistake because I knew he was going to just explode. And so I was starting to be a little nervous about it, and I was actually talking to Karch, and he's like, every time you see that, just think that is a grown man acting like that. Like, and it's all our fault. He thinks it's all our fault. Yeah. Like, that coach is watching us and being like, these girls are ruining my perfect plan. <laughs> why would you take it personal? Why would Seriously, you and me? every time, Karch told me to think like that. And I would look at this guy and I would start laughing. I was on the bench by then. But <laughs> I, was, I was like cracking up because it's like hilarious. The other team, they're like breaking their clipboards. I'm like, is it really that serious? I mean, it is. A it is. It's everyone's job. But I'm like, it's only going to be doing that. The thing is, is that I like... Well, maybe this is a different perspective, but I came to like appreciate it because of how dulled down I feel like emotion has become in some places in America. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can speak for a lot of places, but at UCLA, it was so psychological and yeah. analytical that like at times you can feel like a robot out there. Mm-hmm. And it was like a breath of fresh air to see people just like, just put them all over there. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're right. All right, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. Let's play. Let's play. And like, so, I guess it can go both ways. It just depends on, like, what you're looking for as a player. It's hysterical because it can definitely be overwhelming, and like, <laughs> the coach can lose the game for you. I've definitely been in a lot of those games. Or they're More like subbing our DS than at home. Yeah, they're subbing like, our DS in for our front row outside. <laughs> and Antropova's really like the- boom, boom over her. We're like. <laughs> Stuff her back out. Get her out. No, they can def they definitely lose more games overseas than at home. Oh my god. <laughs> the coaches do. It's crazy. Oh but when Lord. they get that win, man. Sweet. Oh my god. Yeah. Not even like when my first season, when I was just there for a half season, when we lost to Con- Conignano, 3-0. Yeah. Kill- killed us. Oh my god. We were 
about to be relegated. We were like literally bouncing between 13, like 12, 13. So we're, we could easily get relegated. We lose to Conegnano, but someone else wins or something. So we're safe. And we find out in the middle of our match. And after our match, our coaches, I'm like, we're like screaming and cheering because we didn't get relegated. And I look up and my coach is up with our like nobilita, which is like the student or not students are the fans, like the fans that are screaming and air horns and everything. <laughs> and they both have two cups of beer, like already up there celebrating. <laughs> and I was like, we just got absolutely swept yeah. so bad. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, Rowan's yeah. beer. We're like cheering. We all went up there. Yeah. Was, last game of the season, but we were safe. <laughs> yeah, it is a good, it is a good time. It is I a had good time. They're like passionate. It's they're good. passionate and makes for good stories. No, the coaches yeah, sometimes sure. it's I had my my first two years I had a coach <laughs> and he would like he sometimes didn't know how to handle himself in games. <laughs> but there was this one time we were in a really tight match for like second place in the league and the line judge was making bad calls all game. <laughs> And he makes this one cute, like really bad call. And the guy, my coach, slides down on both knees and is like begging, and like this is a please, please. He's like, he's like a, he's a grown man, a dad. He's begging the line judge, and our whole team's looking, just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's please, please, please. My uh, my my coach in Bulgaria didn't speak that much English. He just always asked me why. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> You'd be like, why, Gage? Why? I'm like, because I hate you. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you want to say to that? Like, I'm like, Coach, I'm sorry I shanked that ball. I really wasn't trying. Like, why? 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 <laughs> it's actually one of the funniest responses from a coach is why. Like, yeah, it is. It like, is actually. What do you want me to respond to that? <laughs> That's actually next level, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, My bad. mom. Oh, my mom, I was, one time I was home, I was back home for, like, was, I was at UH, I think it was sophomore year, she was coaching this 13-year-old team, and I go, <laughs> my mom gets really, she's so intense, she had a team that wasn't into it at all, and she just gets so worked up, and I was, I was just sitting there uh, for a tournament one day, and she calls a timeout, and the team was, like, not playing well, and she just goes, are you, do you even want to win? <laughs> I'm like, mom. I was sitting there, like, Mom, <laughs> they're 13 year old girls. <laughs> Do you want to win? <laughs> like, sounds like you've European coaches. Oh, man. No, actually, don't want to win. You're trying to lose no. this match. I did that with my libero. I used to have, um, when I was younger, I, I couldn't, I, I was very competitive. Um, I know I had a lot of pressure on me, and. You usually do pretty good. Like, in pressure situations, it gets me, like, more fired up. But the problem is when you have to lead a team in those situations, sometimes I was 12 or 13, you get the best of me. I said it to my libero one. I said the exact thing. He was, like, a game versus OCBC quarterfinals. Remember the exact court and everything. Uh, they were the ones at the time, undefeated. We go down from Northern California. We play them in the quarters. He almost messes up. He almost calls in for a ball. They almost touch. I was going to touch it, but I let it go out. And he was calling in, and it was out. I turned him off, like, do you want to lose? What are you doing right now? I start freaking in the middle of the match too. He's like, "No, Gage, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, that was that was that was a little bit of a yeah, that was crazy back then. But I'm way calmer now, so that's what matters. Way calmer. Yeah, but I want I want to go. So you talked a little bit about pro, but what about college? Because the biggest thing about college girls, good big thing about women's volleyball in college is this coach took the fire away from me. This coach made me yeah. lo love the game. 
And for me, mm. is it? I think it's a thing where it's like going into college. Obviously, you're. I mean, some, if you're not Mac May, you start at the bottom a lot of the time, and you got to work your way up. And maybe this is the first time. And and here's for guys too. I don't want to just like, but there's way more women's volleyball players than there are men's. So it's like I hear it more from the women's side. Mm. Um, and maybe it's because like they're not used to working from the bottom up or something like that and then they have to like but then you hear like these crazy stories i'm like there's no way that coach did that. there's no way like what yeah. like you know because like so what what i don't know you tell so what is it Mac? like what uh, you tell me Can i don't shed know. some light yeah. no i just i think it's like the percept like everyone's perception of like what's happening like everyone goes in and they're the best like like when i went into ucla we had like the best from minnesota maryland like we had girls from all over come in and we're like the best and so then you have to, like, fight for your starting spot. And if you're not starting, then you're like, this coach hates me. This coach, it's all, like, it's against you. You're so young, you have no idea. Like, like you're just young and you, like, don't have a concept, like, beyond yourself, kind of. Also, if you've been playing, like, your whole life since club and up, and you're like, well, why am I not playing on this college team? Like, I've, you don't know how to, like, sit on the bench, you know? So I think it's just a different situation and you're like and there's no one to blame besides your coach unless it's yourself you know mm. so i think maybe then if you're looking for problems you're going to find problems i don't Not know sure. but also things do happen so right. i don't want to like no, negate that no, no. that doesn't happen for sure some crazy stuff has happened you're talking about like millions of girls here so obviously you're not going to be like this is the one th i was just kind of i just yeah things that i've seen i was like and then i had to also navigate that in beach volleyball at UCLA and also then when right. I went for this first this last year I didn't play much right. and it's like how do you go from competing to be on the court every single day but then also knowing that's not what the team needs like and so how do you find a different role and be like a team player and be on the bench and like cheer your head off your right. head is pounding but stay ready to go in like mm -hmm. you're there's you just have to find this balance of roles and that's like something I had never had to do before so it's just an interesting perspective on that. And, of course, I was, like, this beginning of the season, I'm, like, shoot, like, is it the coach? Like, is it me? Okay, I'm going to talk to Stefano. I'm going to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I talked to Stefano, and he's, like, he's like, you're just a little in your head. He's, like, you can talk to me. And I'm, like, these guys are good guys. Like, you just – sometimes when you have problems, I think you maybe pull away or you don't want to communicate. Mm -hmm. And then that's when problems and, like, assumptions rise up. But just talk communicate no i was gonna say in college for sure there's like a lot of situations that have ha that happen but I, like all the time we get like at our camps and stuff we have kids and parents ask us i'm like if you're gonna go play division one volleyball at top school you've got to love the, the game because a lot of kids show up and it's they want to have ev they want to have the whole college experience i'm like like at hawaii kids who were kids would transfer out immediately in a month we had that happen like every year i think we had a couple kids because they'd show up they want to party all the time. We're yell we're getting on their ass because they're not showing up every day to train and lift. Mm -hmm. And they like want all this other stuff going on in their life. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't the program for you then. And that like, and then they start blaming on the coach because the coach gets pissed off because they're not performing and they're not getting the grades. And then they twist everything. So I see that I've seen that happen a lot too. And so usually when I hear stuff about like their like bad experiences from people, uh, I always take it with a grain of salt because. Like, I've been around what my parents are, like, in collegiate athletics, and you see just, like, how things are. And, like I said, there's a lot of situations that come up and are true. 
but at the same time for kids who like have the want and whatever to have like the full college experience division one athletics is not for you mm-hmm. uh and you understand which is totally fine like i think but you need to realize that as well and you can't be like frustrated when you know it's you have to earn every single thing like your whole day has to be planned around uh your ability to get better at volleyball and obviously do school and stuff so for sure it's it it's always like when people tell me stories like that and like again i want to repeat these things do happen like there, there are some egomaniacs psychotic coaches out there that will take you far away from the game but i've just heard too many times of of players men's and women's tell me these stories these horror stories of their coach and then i do some in, investigative journaling and journaling. I go not journaling investigative detective work journaling thank you and uh, and like no this this player would do this also this player you know but they paint themselves the victim a lot right. so for me whenever when someone tells me a story like a crazy story it's like for example coach God said some stuff to a recruit that didn't commit there I go in very skeptical you know was a shout out to you Mac I'm just I know, kidding I, I believe like, you I'm kidding Mac I do believe you no but like when someone says something like outlandish like they did this to me they did this to me like okay and then i started ask, asking questions you can kind of get a feel for it if it's like you know this person was playing the victim or not and like i said mm-hmm. sometimes the case sometimes it, it, it is the real thing because I just, I just the problem is i just heard too many times but nowadays you're too many times where they just play the victim and i was like no you also did this and you did this yeah. if you don't love the sport i can't stress enough d1 professional will test your love for the sport you, I mean, no, the, the other thing is being at UH, like you guys were at UCLA, so you're on like very high performing teams, like constantly at UH, you have a lot of like mid level, low level programs and you see those types of athletes and why they're mid, like why their programs at the place they are in. And so that pisses like the fact that they're like complaining, they got to go to practice every day. I'm like, Oh my God, that alone for me, I, it just doesn't last. And if you're complaining every single day, you're it's yeah. just like. There's an end near in sight usually when that happens. And you see, like, yeah. all the bottom teams are complaining because they got to go to practice. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, then <laughs> you guys are last in the league. So I can, sure. it all lines up why that's the case. Yeah. So it would disgust me. I'd be in the, I'd be in, because we have, you know, the hot tub and the cold tub. You saw, I know, I'm sure at UCLA you have multiple ones, but we only have one. We have one in every corner. Oh, really? So you, you mix in, yeah, <laughs> literally. Right next to the court. <laughs> no, <laughs> hop in right after for, for us, though, so you mix in with all of the different and the tr- for training. There's one training room. Well, one main training room that one just kind of goes to, not about a fourth the size of probably UCLA's. I, I know for a fact fourth size of UCLA's, and so you're very close course with these teams. And like Joe said, there's a lot of low level, and there are other high level teams in Hawaii, but it's not a Power Five school. So, mm-hmm. um, and it just disgusts me the things that would come out of their mouth. They'd be like, I'm sorry, I would just get so mad. They'd be like, yeah, I really hope I'm not traveling this week so I can just go, like, party. And so I'm like, what the? I was like, they're like, yeah. yeah. I always ask them. The one question, I'd be like, do you love your sport? And I just I just ask question after question <laughs> after question. And you just see the biggest thing with a lot of these people is that they don't love their sport. I did it to get, And I get it. People come from different backgrounds. Maybe they needed help. Maybe they're like, you know, I don't love the sport, but I need to get in college like this. Right. Understandable. I'm not disgusted with that. It's just the people who take it for advantage. And they yeah. do all this other stuff. I'm like, there are people who would kill to be in your spot right now. And you're That's true. Answer, and you're telling me this right now. Like like and I think that I think obviously you're again tens of millions of what is it you think it's tens of millions of athletes are in is it, NCAA? Is it well there's there's a lot of athletes in NCAA. Tens not of millions? 
that abandoned the NCAA. Oh, there you yeah. go. Um, I was like, right now. That's why recruiting is yeah. 75% of college athletics. The culture you build is the most important thing. Are we talking? Josh was talking about it yesterday in the coaches' clinic. The culture, I don't know. It, the, the recruiting is way more important than even the development, I think, sometimes. Because yeah. you can bring in, yeah. you know, really good players, but the culture that you create within the team is the most important thing. I agree. How is the culture UCLA? Because uh, you're obviously Midwesterners are for me, some of my favorite people in the world, wholesome people. What you see is what you get. LA, I'll be honest, not that case. And I've heard a lot of stories um, from other people who've gone to UCLA. It could be close to me right now. Um, not just kidding. You say, but, but I want I want both of you guys to answer this question for because we talk. Could we always talk about Hawaii and, and the culture there and whatnot? For UCLA, I want to hear from the women's is that women's there, Joe, and then men's as well. What is the culture like at UCLA? Because um, everyone has their flaws, but everyone has their strengths. So just out of curiosity, like what was like the biggest shock or one thing I knew you worked on, but what was something that maybe pleasantly surprised you that you liked? Well. You like my experience through my five years were very very different every year Mm -hmm. um i think at first like when i was first there it's also like dependent on the players as well okay what we just said but there wasn't like a very concrete here's the culture like ever it was very player driven i remember having meetings with like zana and when i was a freshman and we were like we would the whole team we would be there like what do we want our culture to be because it was so player driven and it was the right idea but we could never like commit to something or we we would make like enforce something and it just would never make it past like two months like it was just very like I would say like really we had weak culture for a long time and then when he brought he is in Sealy when Sealy brought Brad in like Brad was ready to go like he really helped with the culture he helped with us to all just connect a lot better he was very honest with us brutally honest with us and like vol in vol- terms of volleyball and in terms of like leadership and being good teammates and doing all that kind of stuff so I think immediately it was like a wake-up call like our culture sucks here like we need to like immediately get this fixed and Brad was only with us for one season and then um and then he went to USC which devastating but um after that it was like okay if we want culture like we know it's not going to be implemented in any way so like it was like okay this is my job like I'm gonna come in and be like not enforcing culture but like leading by example in that sense so also, I feel like it wasn't just me, for sure. It was also Kelsey Campo, who didn't play much at all, but she was so good at the intangibles of leadership and setting a good example of, like, this is just what you would do for the team. She was so good at that, that us two together, we were like, okay, every day we can come in and control our attitude, we can control our effort, and we can control our – what did I say yesterday? Effort, attitude, and – Posture. <laughs> effort, attitude, energy. Energy. Exactly. Thank gotcha. you. Appreciate that. No problem. And no, seriously, we were like every day, if even if it like sucks and everyone's going to have a bad day, but if you can make that more than less, like if you can make it a good environment to be in and uh, you're trying your hardest and you inspire others to try their hardest and like give their best effort, like you're going to have good practices. And then it just went into the games. It's like, like, we know we can do this. Like 
we're all here for each other. Like things are going to be tough, but take a time. Like it was just like very player driven. And I appreciated that because I'm like, right after this, I'm going to go and be by myself. So then I can carry this onto my professional career and do that. So it was helpful, but got you. now I don't think, and then after I left, I don't think there was like that culture still there, which was like right. hard to see to be like, shoot, I like you work so hard and you're like, oh, I hope this sticks. Like when you leave, like I hope mm-hmm. this like kind of culture sticks right. in that way that like we set that example or that precedent. And I don't think that was the case, but that's okay. I mean, I mean you the, can only control what you can control. Yeah, the player, like Joe said, you, it comes down to the coach and recruiting. They, yeah. they recruit the same and it amazes me to this day how people still have jobs in certain places. I'm not talking about UCLA. There's other schools or anything that just recruit the same kids and with terrible culture. I'm just well, the thing is, like what you said, one of your leaders was somebody who didn't who didn't contribute on the court a lot. The people who contribute on the court need to be the ones that are setting these because mm-hmm. if they're doing it, everybody has to fall in line. Or mm-hmm. like, like I just speak from our experience at Hawaii. It was very quickly guys were ran out of the gym because. If you didn't fit a certain mold, like you were run out really fast yeah. by the team for the most part. Like we had a pretty good sense, and it was pretty like cutthroat. With like we told guys like, "This is how it's gonna be. If you're not on board, like then we don't have time to yeah. have you in the program." Um, and I think that's why when you have a team that's like, you know, you you have leaders that it's important for everybody to be leaders, but the top players need to be. I think it's really important that they are, you know leaders on the team and if they don't want to take on that responsibility and they have other things they want to be involved in that's when you see culture start to you know you have cracks because it's like sure. she's getting away with this you know and just like bad example and it's tough for the it's, it's just a lot of reasons why it becomes really difficult yeah and so that's why i think culture like who you bring in the gym is so important for yeah. coaches um and they don't do enough research like i'm talking yeah. to coaches sometimes about like how did you it's like they just go watch their club tournaments and Whoever's jumping the highest, hitting the ball, like let's get her on. But you have no idea, like the kind of person. Yeah, because yeah. you can find a lot of players that can jump high and hit the ball hard. Yeah, jump high, hit but hard. I mean, you also need one thing that's also like you said, talking about on the court. But you yeah. also need that one person off the uh, that doesn't play. Yeah, I think you need that's someone, a huge like. Yeah, more on the uh, piece uh, of it. More definitely more on the court, and, but you at least need one person who's a leader on the bench. Mm-hmm off the court as well like that you know that's not gonna be playing one but he still takes on them differently like for example I, I my one of my best friends at hawaii max rosenfeld didn't play as much with us but he made sure that everyone off the court everyone on the bench just kind of focused and everything but he also made sure they can relax after the game because you need someone who can kind of take people's mind off things and i think he yeah. did a really good job of that and there's different ways to do it off the court yeah but yeah you can only do so much to play yeah, no, and I think it's really important, too, to have that piece off the court because they just see things in very different ways. They have a completely different perspective. So it was good to have Kelsey because she'd be like, from the outside, this is what it looks like while you guys are out there. Or the bench had this idea. Like, it was just, like, right. that crossroad that it was like, thank God you're here because I would never have known that. Yeah, that was good. The coach can only do so so much, too, because yeah. the team in the locker room on Saturdays, Sundays, that's – that's what matters the most to be honest and yeah. people making good decisions making sure that there's accountability and like the balance is so important and so that's why like a good coach can only go so far if mm-hmm. they're not recruiting well because it's like you're only with them two hours a day right. the rest of the time like you don't know what the team's doing and stuff and you have to have that's when your leadership is extremely important i think yeah in programs 100 100 and what about UCLA men's volleyball how would you say the program and, and the culture is there 
such a broad question. For, like for your time span, from your time so span versus like where do you think they're at when you left as well in that five year span. Um, well, when I came in, the culture is a little bit like more rough, a little bit more tough. How, what do you mean rough and tough? Just the older guys were a different generation. It seemed like, and they're a different breed, and they were like. Yeah, they, like, and I got along more with that. I'm more of like a, like you guys, like hard nose. I'm not the hard nose, but I do well around like those types right. of people. Um, and then when they graduated, it was kind of less about. Le- I, we didn't have a great culture, so we didn't win. Um, do you like, have a specific question? Though? I like. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm struggling so, this. Right. So you so you go in your you said the first after your first two years after those guys or after the first year, first two years first two years those guys leave right good culture yeah. compete for an AF championship those two years yeah I wouldn't say it was great culture but I think it was like it was we had a culture right yeah you had a hard nose yeah you people were identity. people were holding people accountable okay. and stuff like that was yeah. ever like too far. Maybe, but not. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. No, like uh, you'd rather have that than the other a, way around. Yeah, it's a college locker. I mean, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Okay, so then the next two years, yeah. older guys go. Yeah, we're the older guys. Now you're the older guys. Yeah, and you bring in this new generation who's not hard nosed. No. Right. Do you think that they did a good job of recruiting the right people for the program then, in terms of culture wise, or what you needed? Yeah. Hmm. Yes and no. I feel like, like you said, you have to recruit guys like that have good character and stuff like that. But I do also think that you play a large role in it as a coach and as like a team. Got you. Like I think from 18 to 22, most people are pretty like that. That's their still their formative years. Right. And you can really make some change in there. And so I think we just didn't have the culture set to convert or to take or to make those changes in people that were capable of making them if they were put in the right place did you ever try yeah yeah, yeah. what do you mean can you tell me an example like did you ever like yell did you like yell at them and get on i, I remember yeah a i'm stories yeah yeah i'm like to a fault i'm very relaxed until like i have like a line and then i right. kind of go nuts and it's not like i don't think it's a great way to handle things because things just build up that I don't talk about for a long time. No, but like, I'm not addressing them. I'm not addressing them. And then I'm like, I'm freaking laying to these guys. And then I just go nuts, you know? And then I go another six months of like, uh, they're never going to figure it out. And then six months later, I'm like, you guys, let's go line up. I'm freaking, we're running (laughs) until everyone throws up. Did you make, did you make your team run? No, I made them do burpees. It was one, one burpee for a mistake. And then, five and then 10 and then 15 and then 20 and then 25 i think the most we did was like 75 and i was just la- i was just laughing i was just doing burpees like yeah you think it's funny huh because like, when i get into that mode dude yeah. you can't, oh, i yeah. can't get tired i can't get nothing like i'm i'm ready to go all day so it's yeah. so what happened what happened so what, what was the exact instance that i don't remember exactly what it was that i i was like was yeah you guys think it's down. funny we're gonna do burpees for and it's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. And then I remember it was like 75 or something. Somebody might correct me on here. Was that but when was, you guys had was the at least more than 50 on the board next to the, your initials? I have no idea. We would come in after their practices and I'd be like, know. oh, my God. Really? I don't know what's going on. They would Did be like all their initials and there would be like tallies next to them. 
It just oh, looked... probably not that. No, 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 oh, probably okay. not that. Because this was just like, and Spiro was just like, I'm just gonna let this guy do whatever he wants. Yeah, I was about to say, what's the coaching staff gonna do coaches, on that one? Coaches have to do burpees too. There were no like, and Micah, we tried. It would have went nuts <laughs> if somebody tried to step in. Yeah, yeah. and and like Spiro was happy whenever I would do it. It's just I wasn't doing it enough. Got you. And so that was, I think, my fault. Like as a le- from a leader's perspective, I didn't. I'm like the guy that like didn't necessarily want as much of that leadership role. Right. Um, didn't you do it after games too? Weren't you like, like you know, honestly, Joe's probably the best leader I've played uh, with in a lot sure, of ways. For sure. I'm l- I'm a lot less of a good leader. Time. Didn't you yell, more yell, just give me the ball and let yeah, me play? Yeah, yeah. Um, you need that kind of guy though. I mean, yeah, I'm a good follower. Was- and you need follow. good followers. Best followers. You Sometimes need followers. I follow you need good people. followers. You need, good, you follower. need good followers. That's also a thing that I ran into was like, mm-hmm. we lost or we won an important game, and I was like, okay, hey, we have we have the ability to do something special, um, and so I like talked in front of the team or whatever, and I was always I always went in thirty minutes early every day for probably the past two years, probably like missed maybe one one or two days a year, of going in 30 minutes early and setting and th- that also means that you have to put up a net because mm-hmm. the nets weren't up so i'd put up a net and set and i just figured that people would come in after the speech like a little early and like try and work on something and when nobody showed up and everybody rolled in like right when it was time to like start and the nets weren't up i was like okay we're we have no capability of winning this year like in my head which is as bad as that is. That's not one person showed up. No, that's, no, not one. And and it was it was like that. I I was pretty much. Maybe someone can correct me because my my memory is awful. You guys know that. And so if you want, I do. With, you can <laughs> comment on here if I'm wrong, but I don't think I think for my last year in there, maybe 10, 15 times somebody else was in there. That's crazy. Not a lot. Who would work? Not, like, not who, a lot. Who would work? Uh, I would force Norris, Jared Norris, to work with me on a, a lot of things. I was like really, really hard on him. Um, like the only guy I was hard on was him. I don't know. I have no idea. And then Dylan Mystery was also a really hard worker. The issue was he was injured a lot, and so a lot of his effort got put into the training room. So like, I never doubted that Dylan was like gonna be working as hard as he could to like make it on the court and to do all the reps that he needed to do it's just his body wasn't in a place to like show up every day and like jump and serve and pass and his body was a wreck Mm -hmm. so he played one year overseas and like even overseas he had to play like libero and and then after that he's like my back is just it can't handle it anymore so dylan was like a really hard worker. we had we had some hard workers um but yeah i was the only guy in there that early for sure and on that day after that speech i was like okay we don't deserve to win if uh, you only got one guy in here working out every day we don't deserve to win so i want to make something abundantly and i might be wrong there might be have been like a few people in there right maybe coming in but nothing nothing like nothing culturally shifting wise enough people there no 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 definitely not culture shift so and yeah i laid into them a few times like remember we played our bench uh at the sack tournament, and we lost to CSUN or something. Yeah. And I sat them down. I real I went in on them. Anything hard. you remember saying? Yeah, but I can't. There's no. I can't not say. Do you say it like in PG? Really? 
Yeah, yeah, I went nuts. Pigeon? You guys are really yeah. Not usually, doing well. usually it comes out in pigeon too. <laughs> like when I really get going, it's it's usually sprinkled in there, like inadvertently. <laughs> and people are like, "What's this guy saying?" <laughs> but I bet they're so scared. That's even um, scary though. If you don't know what he's saying, and he's like local, if you're like a local guy, and he just starts going after you, that's whack. So, that's so yeah, scary. I definitely and I definitely <laughs> felt like I. Whenever I did it, it was always like necessary and called for, and nobody was like, "Dude, this guy's just yelling for no reason." Right? Because I wasn't. Because I would only yeah. yell like three times a year, and it was like well deserved. Yeah. All so I felt like they had the, res- they, I had like the respect of it. It just nobody was gonna make the change. Got you. And that was the problem. And then, and then when you left, did you have any confidence in? I mean, if you, I'm gonna be honest, you probably didn't even think about it that much. But you, were yeah. like, I'm out of here, or whatever. But yeah. looking back on it, do you think there was like, like okay, I've, these guys from what I've heard, because my good friend Kai. Was yeah. the director of ops um, for a while, and like after, she just stopped being the director of ops. But gotcha. she was there for like two years, and she said the culture got a lot better. Gotcha. Um, and they won a championship this year, so I'm sure yeah. that it's much That's better. I, I, um, have I heard it's really good. I think. I think it's. I think it's much better yeah, right now. Ha- I mean, yeah, to win. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I but when I was there, it wasn't. It wasn't very great. I it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Right. We didn't have any bad people. I will say that. That's good. We had a lot of people with good hearts. It was just not the right. They don't know how to use it. They always had something else. They were like just as interested. Like there wasn't any. Oh, just volleyball guys. Outside outsiders, you. It felt like the UCLA guys always had like other Hmm. things they were more interested in. Can I touch on that really? That could be. I don't know. That's just from our side. I we didn't know the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a very outsiders, you. For me, it's for me. I, can I t- can I go on that really quick? No. I want yeah, to hear for women's women's and men's here. Yeah. UCLA is such a great uh, school where it's like when you're in there, it's like the mm-hmm. world's at your fingertips, right? So you have these kids that come in, and you see this with other schools, but obviously UCLA, very good university. Um, where once they get in there, like you said, okay, you're not playing. There's easy things to get into as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, let's grind in here. Hawaii, yes, you have the beach. It's like, it's either, it's the one thing they get caught up into, it's not, they're going to not, it's not that, there's not that many opportunities. There's the beach or you miss home and that'll distract you. Um, and for UCLA though, you have so many, so many things. Um, and like Joe said, like you have so many other activities that maybe other guys are interested in too. And then once volleyball's not going well, you just dive yourself away into that, which is fine as long as you're oh, taking care of the volleyball aspect. And that's one of the complaints I had with UCLA is like, is I guess it's more, I guess it's a stra- it's a good thing and a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you need a distraction, but there's too much that can, if you, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, but that's, your volleyball's going to suffer. So we just say that UCLA is one of those universities and the kids also where it's like, okay, when they go and it gets tough or maybe it's not, they don't, they just, or they just don't work at all about it. Um, where, there's a lot of distractions outside of volleyball. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Do you think your lot of teammates fell victim to that? For me, not so much. Kay. I don't know. Like, I think for my team, it was more like if you're going out and, like, partying when you're not supposed to. Right. I think those were, like, our biggest issues. We didn't have, like, bad kids, really. Like, that we're, like, we're not going in the club and pulling them out. Like, it was fine. But, like, it doesn't have to be the club. It can be, like, I'm not talking about, like, partying. Right. Talk, but I don't, can't think of anything else right now. Got you. Got you. <laughs> so, I can hands. see what you're saying, and I can agree in a lot of ways because I feel like, yeah, when you're not getting the validation or yeah. – not validation, but when you're not getting what you need out of 
the sport because you might have a smaller role than you were used to. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other ways to turn instead of like a Hawaii or a Lewis or a like places where you're like, dude, I better grind and like get better at volleyball because this is all it is. This is all I got. Right. Um, and it's less like that. Like you can join a frat and you can yeah. right. Sororities. work harder in the classroom. You can go out. You can join clubs. You can, you can do a lot more. <clears throat> you can just be more social or you can do like a lot of different things. So I do agree with like there are more outs for a person that's like not getting it right away. Yeah. And definitely places that aren't in L.A. or like as big of a city. You could just be like. I'm a freshman. I'm not getting any playing time. I'm in the gym every day to try and get better because this right. is what I got. So I do I do agree with that probably, yeah. yeah. That's also the pitch, though, with Brad. I remember Brad on the, it's the, the And it's not a bad thing. Like, yeah, I don't want, we yeah, are very say, volleyball-centric 100%, 100%, people. 100%. And so, like, nothing wrong with that. from our perspective, it might look like, yeah, we're D1 athletes. Like, But, like, reality is none of, like, they're all doing something else. Mm-hmm. with their lives and like they got to get a different experience and maybe get a degree that's more difficult yeah. that will help them in the rest of their life like everyone's life is 100 percent. Like, and i want to make that very clear like it, it, but just know much different we've always going to suffer or if you do yeah, more volleyball yeah. something else but which is fine like yeah, yeah 100%. it's not volleyball is not going to be everyone's future yeah. but it's also, so also ucla is a place yeah, yeah ucla is a place where you can like chase a dream you're not pigeonholed in terms and that of, is an yeah. advantage as well. In terms of like a, a coach building culture, because I remember recruiting this, it's in conversations with Keller. It's like the pitch from them versus what Hawaii was was also very different. It's mm-hmm. like they want to showcase that you ha- can do all these different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Hawaii's like very clear you're coming here to win a national championship. Right. To be the top team. Right. Yeah. And so it's the same thing like football. I imagine you go to Alabama, it's like, we're yeah. gonna make you yeah. an NFL player. Yeah, That's the we pitch were there. The, there was not that much to do. Yeah. The pitch <laughs> is not like, oh, we got a frat. And so I say, it's like you're coming here to be an NFL player to win right. national championships. Yeah. And so when you talk about building a culture and who you're recruiting, yeah, I'm not saying like it's totally up to the coaches. I'm just saying like depending on like what your pitch is, that's the type of athlete. Like Hawaii is very clear. Like this is what you're coming here to do. Yes, UCLA Spraw speaks about that a yes. lot though. Mm-hmm. He says the difference between UCI was that. UCI was like, I'm coming to play volleyball, and that's all I care about. Yeah. And UCLA gets kids that want to be engineers or whatever the case may be, and it's a balancing act. Does sure. he get frustrated, though, when kids are like have other stuff going on? Because if that's what you're preaching, like you can't be frustrated, I think, if guys all of a sudden, like, you know, they don't spend as much time, I feel like, on it, if that's what you truly, like, believe. I think he gets – I don't know if he gets frustrated with individuals – but I think he's probably wrestled with the challenge of UCLA. Yeah. Does that make sense? For it's not sure. like, man, this guy Joe's pissing me off because he's trying to be a mathematician over here and I want to win a national championship. Yeah. But it's more like, dang, how do I win a national championship at UCLA, a place that can attract people that want to do a lot of different things and yeah. a place that might distract my athletes and a place that – how do I deal with that problem? Yeah. Not the individuals, you know? Yeah. Also, when I was getting recruited, Caitlin Nielsen was like, you can make UCLA as big or as small as you want it to be. Because it truly, you can stay in Westwood and it can be really, really small. Or you can start to like, and it is normally like in your first couple of years, it's really small and you're just staying around that area. And then you can go all over. Once you get more comfortable, like 
by the end of the year, I was like driving up to NorCal. Like, and yeah, by the and me, like, I never left Westwood. Comfortable to like go wherever you can go into LA. You can go to the beach. You can go, you know. Yeah. You well, just your need fingertips. To, yeah. Hundred percent. I never left the block of like a one mile block radius of Westwood until I met Zana. Gotcha. Like literally, did not leave it. That's wild. It's on your. Would you? You had some. I had that. Yeah, that nineteen eighties. Bike slash moped. Ripping it around. Vespa. Yeah. It was like no, bike. it wasn't. It wasn't a Vespa. Oh, I don't know what it was. It wasn't that nice. It was, it was super the small. The red one? Yeah. 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 It, was like it, was. Yeah, it was like a toy moped. It was like a toy. Well, with the rat right? You, you think uh, Sprawl would ever agree to come on this show? Sure. For sure. Does he come on? No. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't even really reached out, though. We gotta get him on. We gotta get him on. Well, I have, I have one more question here before we wrap it up here um, about UCLA. We have two brew win version. Do they do that for you? They always say brew win, like in the Instagram post or in the post. Yeah, brew like win. brew W I N. Yeah, yeah. If we won, we never won, so <laughs> <laughs> we were not. I wouldn't. We know didn't what get that looks very like. many brew wins. <laughs> <laughs> Bruisers. <laughs> yeah, bruiser. Storms of Bruin. They like that one. They like too. that one. Yeah, they like that one. Yeah. Gets yeah. Old. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's no. really not that good. I hate that one. <laughs> Last question here. Talk to me. I'm a bit of a foodie. How was that food court in UCLA? Right, the number one food court cafeteria in all of college, everywhere. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I hated B plate. What? I hated it. What? What? <laughs> really? Wait, wait, can you explain how like it went down? I remember I was on a recruiting trip. Well, there, just right? B plate. You're talking just about just B plate. The like other food was places. really good. Well, how does it work? No, there's a ton. There's so many. Give me a thirty second recap. Yeah, like one of the top works, food. No, it's, it is top number one. Top. It's top. Number B plate was a healthy one. Okay, you gotta explain. Our really healthy. Ew. Yeah. It's like they had some food. good food though, but they had Denev. Denev late night was my favorite. Denev late night was like <laughs> chicken nuggets and what? It's like the most <laughs> Iowa food you'd ever find. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's Pizza. our favorite. <laughs> it was good. It was like open past one p uh, one a.m. Oh, six. And, then, and so, so, so there's like seven. So there's seven. So there's Denev B plate. Then mm-hmm. there's there's Cafe Nineteen Nineteen had really good meatball subs. Um, good gelato. Rendezvous. There was rendezvous. Both sides. Yeah, Asian and Mexican food on same. The then one there that's was up there. What? Across from Rendezvous. Oh, what? The Asian place. The that Asian was place. My the favorite place. Really good food. That was my favorite place. Amazing. It was amazing. The green onion pancake. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Scott, B-calf, yeah. B-calf, the subs. B-calf. So that's six. Um, What are we missing? Do we even say Denev? Yeah. But regular Covell. Denev. Covell. Covell. Covell was really standard food. Standard. Covell was like a standard lunchroom for like gotcha. most. And Covell. And then. Um, I think. There's one more now that. Oh, because there's more dorms now. That went up above Rendezvous. You just keep going. It's the study. It's pretty oh, good. Oh, the study. The study's pretty study's good. study's really good. And really I forgot good. about the study. Yeah. And then you have the, like... Um, study had good bratwurst. The food court. <laughs> the gym. The food court in, like... Bro, are you serious? On Brunois. Oh, and you have... Sir, so how did it... So oh, so had, then like, there was a student union. And up there, there was Rubio's... There's a t- Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everything. Tea. Taco Bell. Taco. We had a salad. That bar. place is that place is also very <laughs> solid. Really and good. when Wetzel's you live on pretzels? campus, Wetzel's pretzels. Oh, I would go there all the time. Cinnam- but when you're a student oh, on campus and I you have, have what's that called? Athletic no, chart. No, we don't have that. You guys, <laughs> are, you guys. Are you didn't have more. athletic. Oh, no, we don't have money like you guys. It's like only you and football and basketball. I think. Really? Yeah. 
I would go into the student union and eat Rubio's three times a week and pay for my friend's meal three times a week. We would get like two hundred dollars on charged on our brewing card. They like had money that they could use. Yeah, there. I know how they're we didn't crazy. have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys live in envelopes, remember? Truly blessed. That's sick. So and then food. oh, dude, it's insane though how good no, it is. the food. Cafe so nineteen nineteen, the pizzas, incredibly good, and this gelato thing. With a, with, Blanc, yeah, Bianco, Mount Vesuvius. With the, oh, with the with the brownie, brownie at the bottom and heated the, up. He's like twitching. Dude, <laughs> we had this guy. Shout out to Dom Broussard. Like, we had this guy who was like, he was on the the biggest meal plan you can have, which is like nineteen, 19 a week, hour. nineteen p. Like a big guy or no? No, 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 no. But everyone had it except for me. I had fourteen. Like you can swipe in as many them. times. as Yeah, you yeah. Want. You can just use it however. And he would run out of food swipes five weeks into the into the quarter, and there's and ten weeks and a finals week. Halfway through, he'd be out because he would get three uh, gelato with a, like a brownie on the bottom, three a night. And, and for and reference, usually people have like twenty swipes left over by the end of the quarter. Yeah, nobody runs out. Yeah, nobody, nobody runs, runs, out, runs of out of that. Nobody runs out of swipes. Don Broussard, five weeks. Every time, everyone would have to swipe them in. That's insane. Insane. It was like the most, yeah, it was very impressive. One time I got the brownie gelato with my roommates, Sabrina Smith and Ann Crouch. And we walk out and I'm trying to balance this whole cookie brownie gelato whipped cream cherry on top. Yeah. And I fumble it and I smash it into Sabrina Smith trying to catch it. She was like... (laughs) You know she went to high school with us? They gave me a new one. She's so nice. She's like, it's okay. And I'm like... You look horrible. I'm so <laughs> sorry. It was all over that. her. I felt so bad. But they gave me a new free one, and I washed. That's helped the tried to. So good, dude. And then rendezvous. There's a. I got him on a big topic here. <laughs> yeah, another food. We so could go good. on forever. Orange chicken. <gasps> I would get orange chicken, white rice, all the time up there. Rendezvous. And there's a place like really, Chipotle. really good burrito. There's like a, like, so there's a place like Panda Express and a place like Chipotle, but they're like a lunchroom. That'd be dangerous. And, steaks. and you can go down the line and like make your own burrito and make your own. Mm-hmm. That's sick. And then across from that, the Asian place is my favorite place for sure. What is that place called? Like, I don't not know, but we need to figure that out. Somebody comment. That's cool. Well, we didn't have that whole. And each place has like a stand and there's probably like 11 stands in each place, maybe more. For what? Like. In the Asian place, you have to like wait in line in the different stands. Oh, yeah. And there's like a different like meal in that stand for the day. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that, they would that, switch that up. stand is like Colby Rose. So you just have to wait in there, wait in there, and then you grab it, and then yeah. you go. And the one that I didn't it's like, less, like, yeah, different. Like, B plate was crazy though. Like, the healthy one, they would have like pulled pork, sand- like, some of the food was good, pulled pork sandwiches, but they would have everything oh. there. Everything. Like, Disgusting. No, but then you would be waiting in like yeah. I think they had like an avocado day in the line. I did also did not like B plate. No, I just I, I left didn't like hungry the, every time. Yeah, me too. But but the, the line guys, would go out hungry? and all down the guys steps. wanted to go because I think because the good looking girls went there. Oh, that's no, what my guess. Beach team always went there, and I was like, guys, I'm not coming. That's what my guess was because it's like healthy people who are trying to be healthy. And when like I losers, started wanted to start becoming more serious about volleyball, I started going to B plate, and I hated my life. Did you become a better player? Um, I, that just happened eventually. It, it had <laughs> nothing to do. do with that had nothing to do with the food. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad you still had such a cool food experience. That's so what I really did. 
That's sick. Well, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Blazing steaks. You know, you know what? Well, Hawaii has a great food like outside of. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say Hawaii has great food. Not on That's campus. True. No. Yeah, not salad on Salad bar and panda. I would, I would say, hey guys, <laughs> so panda is top tier though. No, we didn't get swipes though. We didn't get swipes too. We didn't get swipes. We got we got swipes to Pizza Hut, and what I would do is I would pound a, a, I would pound a, a chicken Alfredo with breadsticks, and I'd crap my pants before just every day as a freshman. I'd go and I just I just be farting on the court the whole time, like the cage, disgusting. I was like, coach, coach, give me some different swipes, <laughs> coach. I need only more. hit me up with Pizza Hut. <laughs> every day, I can only pizza eat Pizza Hut. Only what do you expect? Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut every day that week, dude. You I would crap my. Have you ever said dinner? what you ate before games? Sometimes at Hawaii, dude, Yeah, uh, this is the last thing before I wrap it up. <laughs> I was explaining this what we would eat. Story time. Story time. Really quick, I'm, I'm gonna do this in like thirty seconds. Here, watch this. All right, so you get a stipend for every when you go on the road, right? You're on the road for about five days. So, for example, you're in van. So each van is go is driven by a coach. And then you like this van is four players and we want to go here before the game. So we each go in different spots, right? We'd be like, let's go to Chipotle, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we would get sometimes in used to use your vine and the Chipotle Chick-fil-A right next to each other, among other things, greatest shopping mart, shopping center ever of all time. We get a Chipotle burrito, pound Chipotle burrito, get a milkshake to go, go to the game, play the game. We'd go, then we go to Habit, get two like double or triple cheeseburgers with fries and a milkshake. And then the next day we play again. Repeat, do the same thing <laughs> again. Again, pre-game milkshake. Nothing changes. Well, we'd be pounding food. It was awesome. We they didn't pay for it. Um, but yeah, that's what we had at Hawaii. I can go into more detail. We have Josh Walker on coming in next. We're gonna go into more detail. I'm gonna wrap it up here before I do that. I want Joe Malk. Joe, come here, man. Come here, Joe. Come sit on my lap right here. This is Joe Malik, everyone. He's our editor. You get to sit on our lap when we end it. I want you to be in the shot. He's the man, Joe Malik. Um, but, Mac, thanks so much for hopping on the podcast. Joe, thanks, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. Micah, always a pleasure having you as well. Thank you. Yeah. Joe, we're always here, I guess. Uh, just remember, guys, can't handle the heat. Goddamn kitchen. There's been another episode presented by All Volleyball. All Volleyball. All volleyball.